Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us here on this uh, beautiful fall afternoon. Uh, we're coming to you from the studios of WEHC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. I am your host, Gary Lester, and I'm in here at the studio with head football coach Kurt Newsom. Coach, thanks for joining us once again. Thank you so much, you and Ivy. I appreciate you having me. Coach, you're going through a little bit of a rough patch. Uh, you lost another game this past Saturday. The second straight week, the ball split the uprights as time expired. You lost by two points. I, I've never been associated. I've never seen it. I've never been associated with two losses like that. Have you ever? Have you? Have you you've coached for quite a while? Have you ever been? No, I started coaching the year I graduated in 1982, and I, I've never experienced anything quite like this. And uh, you know, the first thing you have to do is, uh, you know. As a head coach, you look at yourself, you know, why do you lose games late? And we've lost every one of them we've lost in the last minute and 15 seconds. And and there's things that go on during the game, and it doesn't always come down to a minute and 15 seconds but uh, that you'd like to correct. But uh, ours, that's what's happened with us. And, uh, you know, we uh, – it hurts. You know, it's, it's the hardest locker room – you know, that I've ever dealt with these four locker room games that, that you've lost in the last minute. And uh, so it's hard on everybody. And uh, But as a head coach, you know, we, you know, your job is not to lose late. And, and we've done that for whatever reason. And uh, so – but we'll keep working, I promise you that. we got a bunch of good kids that are, and a bunch of them back, so we'll see how it goes from here. Well, Coach, it has been a, it's, it's been a rough patch for you. As you said, you've lost four games by a total of eight points. Um, two of them was the gun sounded, one of them is with 19 seconds left. And the, it's hard to bounce back from losses. Like, what do you I – mean, I know you had to stand out there on the field in Shenandoah, talk to them because you'd just gotten beat as a buzzer sound, and then again here – come back here and same thing. What do you say to these kids to get them to bounce back? Because that's – I know it has got to be – incredibly difficult oh it's 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 been extremely hard the locker room's been hard but you know all you can say is hey we've got to go back to work and we can't we're not going to change anything we do and uh you know really coach beamer uh, i learned that from him a long time ago we we had lost to boise and then we lost to jmu and he said you know, everybody in the room can coach. He said, uh, we were supposed to go out and recruit. And he said, we're not going out there. <laughs> but he said, uh, you know, we, we just keep doing what we're doing and don't change. And we we won 12 straight. Now, you know, I've, I've got to look back and, and look at myself on, you know, what do we need to do different late. And, uh, you know, offensively, we need to, uh, you know, finish drives. Defensively, we need to be better, you know, when they've got the last possession. And, and those two things uh, are, are, are what we're dealing with. And uh, we've got guys that coach hard, that care, and uh, they, it means a lot to them. And, uh, you know, I, I, I hate it for our kids right now, but uh, – that's it's as tough as I've ever been around uh, this this season because, you know, we, we, we do have good kids that are good football players and we've got good coaches and, uh, you know, the the first thing I look at is what, what 
Kurt Newsom can do to fix it. And that's, and then we go from there. So uh, we'll keep working, see how we finish. Well, now you mentioned a couple of things there. I wanted to ask you a question about uh, a common denominator in these four games. You've been ahead in three of the four at halftime. You making you were down 24-14, uh, and then you've had to, you know, even with Sydney, we it, it turned out pretty lopsided, but it got close. It was 24-13 yeah. at one point in time. And it's say, is there a common denominator that that you and the coaching staff are looking for to what's going on in these four? You mentioned. A couple of things, finishing drives, playing better on that last possession of the off defense. So. Yeah, and, and, you know, offensively, you, you want to come out good the third quarter, and we didn't come out in the third quarter, and we've done that a couple times. But we 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 seem to finish, you know, after, after that. And then defensively, we it's been different types of teams we've played you know uh right you know making's a little different than uh than shenandoah and but shenandoah was a supposedly a second half team which i don't care about you know that doesn't mean much to me you know because you say they're second half it means they just don't play well in the first half yeah, <laughs> so, yeah they don't come ready to play so uh and this one was a little different because you felt like if you had the lead against the option team, you wanted to keep the lead. And, uh, you know, we weren't quite able to do that. And, and we really were. We played better in the fourth quarter than we did the third quarter. Yeah. And, yeah, you, uh, you know, that was, that was good to see on both sides of the ball. And, uh, but it's just, I mean, it's heartbreaking for, to look at, Ivan Phillips in the eye and and those guys that care so much when they come in the locker room and we've just lost another game and realizing that you know we've got a good football team and uh, you know as a head coach for a football team of this caliber to be four and four uh, you're you know it's total disappointment so it's you know it, it comes back to me and uh Try to make it right and try to win the last two and uh, salvage six and four and knowing that we could we could have done a lot better. Yeah. Well, there's been you know you, you talk about finishing drive the three of these games you you had the ball with a chance to if you converted on that third down to ice the game uh, make yeah. it you had fourth and two. And I don't I don't know if this one would have iced it. But uh, for whatever reason, you know, our young quarterback threw an out route short of the chains, and we have the curl open, and, uh, you know, he's, he, he, he's young. And, you know, uh, we a couple weeks ago he ran out of bounds on a fourth down play, and he's getting there. And, um, you know, he's a smart guy that, you know, if things go wrong, he'll fix it. But uh, – we had a curl route open past the chains, and we knew we were going to throw it. And that was a situation where we talked about it as a staff. You know, hey, it's third and six or seven. Do we want to run the ball? Right. And so we don't. They don't have to use a timeout. And it wasn't something that we just hey, you know, we we decided hey no we 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 want to uh, we we run it and punt it. You know, and uh, no, we do have a great back, <laughs> so there's nothing wrong with running it sometimes. But we felt like we were gonna get some pressure, and we couldn't. We didn't feel like we could run the draw. 
So we decided to throw it because we felt like we would take time off the clock and you know that's not their friend mm-hmm. you know because they're no. not a they're not a team that You're right. hits you with uh, throwing the football so uh that that was our decision and uh we knew the consequences on on, on that but uh, didn't work out for us on Saturday well I, when he threw it to that receiver is 5 yards well he's a couple of yards short i knew that you guys he was going to the wrong guy and and, and Kyle Short played a much better game, I thought, football game this past Saturday than he's played. Yeah, Kyle, he got our passing game going some, yep. and which we needed because, you know, Devontae's been off the charts special, and, uh, you know, he, he still had 198 yards. You know, yeah. when your tailback has 198 yards uh, you against an option team, you, you'd like to win the game. But their quarterback had 195, and I think that was probably the difference in the game. Well, we're gonna we're gonna take a short break, but uh, we're gonna come back and talk a little bit about the game. And uh, you know, it's like I told someone this past weekend: we are the best four and four football team with the number one running back in the nation, no doubt in my mind. So, but coach, we'll be right back. We're gonna take a brief pause to uh, hear a word from our underwriters. Support for WEHC and Emory and Henry football comes from Tumbling Creek Cider Company. Heritage-inspired, handcrafted hard cider in the heart of downtown Abingdon. Open daily in the Spring House 112 Court Street, Northeast, and online at tumblingcreekcider.com. Tumbling Creek Cider Company, serving the spirit of our community. All right, and we're back. Coach, let's get to the game. Got It was a little bit of a slow start. WNL finally puts one on the board after, a, a, I thought, a really nice break for them with an interference call on um, Dalton Wilson, I believe, was the, the defender. They have third and long, but that yeah, gets, was, digs them out of that hole. It and puts was third them and 27, and, you know, you hate to give up a cheapie like that, you know, and uh, and they, they get a first down when, you know, we feel good about – Third and twenty-seven for an option football team. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you feel really good about where you're sitting. Yeah, and uh, you know that that was a complete cheapy, and uh, it is what it is. We you know we probably should have uh, done a little something different, but uh, yeah. So that was hard on all of us. Well, you had them in the hole, and that definitely got them out of it, and they went on to score. But they scored at the four-minute mark, but. Boy, from the four-minute mark in the first quarter through the second quarter, you guys were on fire. I think it's, it may have been your best quarter both on both sides of the ball. Uh, yeah, Devontae was, uh, you know, he he does so much for us, and uh, that was exciting. And and defensively, they, they weren't moving the ball, you know, against us. They were trying to run it between the tackles, and that wasn't going to happen. And uh, so – but uh, and, and our offensive line was doing a good job mm-hmm. getting. You know, you've got to get Devonte to the second level, and right. if you can get him there, you know, you've you've got a chance because he's a special guy. And uh, no doubt. And uh, so we were we were able to do that and put points on the board, other than you know the the touchdown the offense gave to their uh, to their defense and. Uh, 
you know, that hurt us. Well, and another big break for them because uh, Dean Johnson stepped in front of a Kyle Short pass, ran it down the one-yard line, and bingo, there's another touchdown for them. And yeah, and we, you know, that that put them back in 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 it because you know if you're up 14 with them, it's different than being up 14 yep. with you know uh, somebody that's throwing it all over the yard. Mm-hmm. So that was. That hurt us for sure. Yeah, mentally well, and uh, as far as the you know their game plan. Well, just a just a note on that that second quarter when you guys uh, you had nine first downs. I don't know if you know this, 185 yards of offense. You were three for three on third down conversions, and you had the ball 11 minutes 30 seconds. I mean, you guys yeah. put 21 points up from the four-minute mark in the first quarter to the halftime, and they're only giving up 14 a game. Yeah, that's against a good defense that's giving up 68 yards a game Mm -hmm. rushing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, defensively they have just shut people down, and they they didn't shut us down. And your defense at the same time held them in that second quarter to just 52 yards – and they only had the ball like four and a half minutes. Yeah, and, and uh, I thought we were better there, and they hit a couple plays that bounced. But uh, you know, we we uh, you know the quarterback and and Breeze didn't hurt us then. Yeah. Well, you go in at half. You're up twenty-one fourteen. Uh, but boy, I we you and I have been doing this show. I think five or six years. That third quarter is a tough quarter for the Wasp. I don't, and your offense came out again, kind of flat. And yeah, did they we, do something differently well, no, to they shut did, down the They didn't change anything. Uh, we just didn't hit the plays, and you know we we, we do. We do meet at halftime and try to work on things, but <laughs> but actually uh, the quarter had been so good that we just said, "Hey, listen, let's kind of keep doing what yeah. we're doing," and that was a little bit unusual for us. I you mean, know, because there wasn't that much to work on, so we said, "Hey, what we're doing is working. Let's keep keep doing it." and um, we didn't do it as well in the third quarter, right. and then they kept the football. Yes, I mean that was the biggest difference. We we couldn't get them off the field, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, you know we went three and out, which we hadn't done much in the first half, other than the first, you know, the first drive we did. And uh, so then you know their quarterback started to yeah. hurt us. Yeah, he he broke a couple of big plays on you. You pinned him down, a tremendous punt. Muncie punted the ball almost 70 yards, 69-yard punt. I thought it was 70, but Joe Matthews took a yard off. Um, I'm just kidding, Joe, if you're out there. But Nicely did. What what a great job of downing the ball. He's a great kid that that practices so hard and and plays so hard in a game. you know, I can't say enough good things about him. He was here this summer working out, 
and uh, we had to get him off the field when lightning was striking around him. So, I mean, that's the kind of kid he is, and that's that's who he is, and that's what he's all about, and that's why he makes plays like that. Well, Addison nicely was just all over the field. That was a tremendous effort for him to get down there and pin that ball on the one-yard line, but besides that, he made he had several tackles for losses, and he's just all over the field. Oh, he's a, he's, he cares. He's about Emory, and um, uh, I think the world of the show. Well, you – we kind of go back and forth. You're right. Your defense plays over 18 minutes in that second half, which is a long time. But let's let's go on to the final possession and 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 talk about that because we're going to move on and talk a little bit about upcoming Guilford. And I also want to talk a little bit about Devontae Jordan, where he is on his stats. Final possession. Um, you get the ball with 350 left. You go three and out, and they get it back with 250, and. They come down the field. They hit a couple of big plays, but that final possession. Listen, that just that's got to be a heartbreaker because you you had that game one. They called roughing the kicker or running into the kicker. Excuse me. He's trying to hit a fifty-three yard field goal to, to win it, and well, it comes up short. The offense's final possession. You know, you wonder why we were going to throw the ball on third and six or third and seven, and we I mean, we talked about it. And, uh, we, you know, we had a route that moved us to the chains. And, uh, you know, we, we, we didn't call a, a route, that, an out route that was short of the chains. No, you know, we, I, I promise think. you that we didn't do that. And, uh, but, I, I, you know, I don't blame things on football players because no. uh, in the heat of the moment, you know, that you just you throw to who you think's open. But – we wanted to go over there, and we had a curl route we thought was open. It just didn't work out, and the quarterback thought the out route was open. And But we were going to throw it because we felt like the first down was critical. And uh, third and seven, we had run a draw already, and we thought we might get a blitz or a, or a twist, which is hard to run the draw against. Mm-hmm. So And, and uh, you know, we've – you know, we question ourselves all the time on, on, you know, what we call. But um, anyway, we felt like we could have converted there. And, I, you know, I I'm, I'm still don't know if that would have won the game. And uh, yeah. so then, then you know, they hit a corner route. Uh, yeah. It's a great catch and a great throw. But, uh, you know, we should have probably been a little better shape in coverage and – and then you know the 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 field goal's fifty three yards, and our kids are keyed up. You know they're gonna win <laughs> the game. We call a timeout to try to ice him a little bit. And uh, Jalen Crimes is a special guy. If if anybody would have seen his ankle on Tuesday, they would have said he would have never played. And he cares about our football team probably more than anybody. I mean he. He he is just Emory and Henry through and through, and uh, he knows you don't dive to block it. But he was gonna he was gonna give his body up. He was gonna do everything he could to uh, block a fifty three yard field goal. And and we, we you know we just talked about not jumping off sides. You know we've never had a roughing since I've been here, and uh, you know didn't think that was gonna be a factor and. He just, you know, his effort uh, was was 
off the charts, but it wasn't uh, the best decision he's ever made. And our yeah. players know that, and it hurts all of us. But he's a great young man, and uh, it hurt him. I called him the night after the game and said, you don't worry about anything. You just gave great effort. And we thought he tipped the ball. Right. And we, we, we can't can't see that. So all we can do is uh, – Well, and you asked the officials to conference yeah, about that, Yeah, didn't I called you? a timeout for them to, because I didn't call a timeout the last time. Right. So I've learned as a head coach after 30-some <laughs> years, uh, hey, let those uh, – zebras get together and find out uh usually i don't think much of them (laughs) and i didn't uh, then either and uh, that's kind of that's kind of who i am but uh they got together and they didn't come up with the decision i I, I wanted to i wanted to see here but uh it's kind of how it is. Huh, well, it was a heartbreaking loss, and I saw some, several of your players go up to Jalen Crimes after that happened, and you know, try to encourage him, let him know that hey, you were you were doing. I don't know what they were saying. I just know they were patting him on the back and trying to encourage him to not take that the blame or even yeah. think about the blame. Yeah, he's a special kid, yeah. and uh, you know, he's been so good for our program, and he stayed here all summer, and. I think the world of him, and I, t- I told the t- kids, excuse me, on Sunday that, uh, listen, there's a guy that probably shouldn't even been playing that cares about this team so much. Uh, it's all about effort with Jalen, and it always will be, and that's who he is. And uh, I appreciate him, and I told him, you're not supposed to have favorites. But guess what? He's one of mine. Uh, Amen. Well, Coach, we're going to take a brief break, and we'll be right back, folks. Support for WEHC comes from Snow's Fine Meats and Provisions, a neighborhood butcher shop in downtown Abingdon specializing in locally sourced pasture-raised proteins, handmade deli items, and specialty goods. Open Tuesday through Saturday and online at Snow's Fine Meats, 160 East Main Street, Abingdon. Snow's Fine Meats, bringing the old-fashioned butcher shop experience to your table. Okay, Coach, we're back, and uh, before we get to Guilford, and, and we, we never seem to have enough time, but we we'll put last week behind us now. I just want to talk just a minute about Devontae uh, Jordan's numbers. He's now 23 shy of being having the most rushing attempts in the season. Looks like with Guilford and Ferrum, I think that's kind of a no-brainer he's going to get there unless something happens, and we right. certainly hope that. But I, the other one is he's only 257 yards of being the all-time most yards in a single season by a running back. That's all time. Who had that record? Sandy Rogers has 1,730, and Devontae has 1,473. So he's just right there. Love to see him get that because he's been nothing but uh, done it the right way. And, uh, you know, he doesn't, he got hit six yards deep in the end zone. He doesn't talk trash out there. He's very mature. Well, and then the most touchdowns in a single season, he's two now away from passing, well, tying Sonny Wade. So there are three of the four rushing categories in our record books that he's knocking on the door. He's second in all three of those with two games to go. If he stays healthy, I don't see him not 
breaking those records. I hope he does. We're, I'm <laughs> pulling for him. Uh, we, we're going to give him the ball and find out well, if he can I get hope, in that end zone. I hope you do well. I hope he hits his head right on the goalpost. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be down in Greensboro this Saturday, and uh, the Quakers are not one of the better teams in the ODAC, but what can you tell us about Guilford? Well, we've been watching them, but, you know, the first thing you have to do is take care of Emory. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we just had a couple tough losses, and uh, we got to make sure we still feel like we're a good football team. And we're a lot better football team than our record shows right now. So we've got to make sure our guys know that they do the little things right all week. They're in the weight room. They're in class on time, and they're taking care of the little things. And, you know, Guilford's uh, – not the best team we've played no. and uh, by any means, and I uh, tell our kids that. But we're, we're not worried about Guilford right now. We're worried about Emory and Henry and how we approach the week and, and how we take care of our business. You know, if you're late for things and you're not taking care of your business, yep. we're going to have a bad game. And uh, so, so that's how we've handled it, and it's, it's all about Emory. And if Emory takes care of their self, we'll take care of uh, Guilford. Well, Guilford's had a tough season. Um, they opened up with a win against Greensboro, but they've yet to put another W in the column. They're one and six, but they run a, a RPO offense to, just like ours does. They're sorted. probably the most similar team to us offensively. Right. Now, defensively, uh, they're a little they're different than us, and they're different than most people. And uh, so we're we're trying to figure out exactly what they're trying to do, but uh, they're they're a little different on that side of the ball. Do they run a three-three stack, or do they run a four-three? Well, they're they're in three down. They're a little four down. They're in bear. They're uh, you know kind of it's kind of a week to week plan for them. So we don't know exactly what we'll see, and coverage has been a little bit different for them. So, uh, but offensively, they're. They're similar to us. Well, now, do they are they a, they probably primarily a passing team, or do, are they balanced? They, they had a big passing week last week. You know, against Farum, they threw for a ton of yards. But uh, you know, I, I I think if they can't run it, you know, they they begin to throw it, and you know, teams have had them down uh, fairly early. So, you know, I, I don't. It's it's about us. Let's, let's just go play and do what we do. You know, as we game plan, we usually look at how the people are going to line to different formations. And, mm-hmm. you know, they align a little different each week. And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's us by our rules, what we do offensively and defensively, you know, that we, we understand what they're doing. And I, I think, you know, there's a little RPO in there. But uh, they they tried to throw it last week, and they threw it for a, a bunch of yards. Well, now they were here in March, uh, and you the Wasp put it on them forty-seven to, to six. You spanked them pretty pretty bad. Uh, is it basically some of the? I mean, it's the same two teams meeting again, right? To a degree, they've lost more players than we have. Uh, they they we felt uh, defensively. I think they've got four back. And you know we've got much more than that. And uh, then offensively, they they lost. Uh, I think they've got three or four back. All right. Well, 
we're going to be down there this coming Saturday, and so I hope people, uh, if you can't make that trip, you'll join us, uh, Josh Floyd, now on the radio. I want to ask you one other question before we go, Coach. Um, I think you, you've actually coached with the head coach at Ferrum. Is that right, or you know him real well? I know him real well, Cleve Adams, but I, I didn't coach with him. Okay, now they're doing pretty well. He's, he's yeah, well, They're 6-2. and two. Yeah, and the uh, they've got to go to – Lexington to play WNL, and from conversations we had, they're pretty worried about that. <laughs> they're pretty worried about Ferrum. What kind of chance do you give Ferrum? Because of- well, Cleve coached at WNL, right? And I think that's a concern. And the head coach was there. I, you know, I, I don't know. I've, I've, you know, we've seen Ferrum on film, and uh, you know, they've got a couple receivers that can that can hurt you. Yeah. And they, and Titus, uh, the quarterback, we recruited, and uh, he's having a great year. So, you know, they, they can throw some 50-50 balls and make plays uh, and and make it close. But, you know, I, I think WNL right now is going to win this conference. But, yeah. you know, I, Cleve knows that system, and he was a defensive guy at one time. So, uh, you know, he may have a heads up on – you know what to do to stop yeah. it. You know we didn't completely, but uh, well, I'm sure he's going to be looking at the, at our film because get take a few big breaks out of there, and you did pretty well against them. So. Yeah, so well, coach, that's going to do it for us. So uh, thank you for being here again. This I know this is not easy. It's not something you look forward to, but I do so much appreciate all your time and and your candidness and uh, your willingness to talk with us. Gary, I can't thank y'all enough. I mean, I think it's good for our program, and uh, we we appreciate y'all. And uh, we're gonna try to get this ship pointed in the right direction in the last two weeks. Well, amen to that. And folks, uh, that's gonna that's gonna do it for us. Join Josh Floyd and I uh, this Saturday as we bring you the Emory Henry Wasps down at Guilford College as they take on the Quakers uh, this Saturday at one o'clock. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>